1: to a new podcast here on post show recaps. We are going to be talking about the hit show which is also somehow a cult classic called You on Netflix. Yes, this is a post show recaps podcast about You on Netflix. And I could not do this alone. I I really couldn't because then it would just be me talking and no one wants that. So I have conscripted a friend to come and talk about you with me and it is my Netflix ride or die the wonderful and talented Marissa Garza. Marissa how are you today?
2: Hey LaTanya I'm doing well how am I how are you? How are you? No but how are you? How how are you? Oh you I'm okay.
1: (laughs) We're going to do this all season, folks. So. I
2: mean, it's hard. To, it's. I mean, I okay. So part of the reason when I first started watching the show is like, why is it called you? Then I figured out why it's called you. But then when you're telling someone uh-huh. that you're watching you, it's always like the show. I'm watching you. I don't want to sound like a creeper. I don't right. want to be like a stalker. It's not I'm like watching I'm watching you. you. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. The show on Netflix. Exactly. It's like asterisk show on Netflix. Exactly.
1: Um. <laughs> and yeah, we have a lot to cover because of in case you haven't noticed three whole seasons of you have already occurred yeah. but as we are want to do uh we decided to start covering it in the back half uh for season four which means that we are going to be going back and doing all the greatest hits of you we're going to talk about season one check. season two
2: double check
1: season three triple check And then we're going to talk about parts one and two of season four because there could not be a season four of an already well-established television show. Unless there were two parts to it.
2: Yeah, I think uh, they learned from Stranger Things last year mm-hmm. that to straddle it over two quarters to make yep. sure that people retain their memberships. So they're playing this. This is that big of a show.
1: Yeah, it is. That
2: you, it, it controls the revenue.
1: You <laughs> for... love the <a> straddle. You <laughs> love the <a> straddle. Um, <laughs> so why don't we start with talking about how you, Marissa? Me? Yeah. How did you find mm-hmm. you?
2: Well, uh, so I was a big gossip girl. Well, okay. Here's the deal. I didn't watch Gossip Girl when Gossip Girl started, but then Gossip Girl like was ending and i get, i'll i'll be like this i'll be like oh a show is ending let me watch the entire thing from yes. start to finish before uh-huh. it ends and then i'll watch the last one so when Castle girl is ending so i i was like this pen guy he's pretty like interesting and then yeah. they put him in the show on netflix and i was like okay let's watch it and i had just moved into like a new place all by myself mm-hmm. and i started watching it and i was like oh I can't. The vibes are too weird. Like, I cannot <laughs> I cannot do this at this moment in time. So I abandoned you for a while. And then um, when you said you were doing this podcast again, I was like, oh, well, it's coming back. I got to catch up. I got to watch back. it. So I ended up watching it and I loved it. I was surprised at how much I loved it. I, there's so much to talk about with the show. It's very well done, very well written, everything. It's just, it's great. That's how I started watching it. So it was like at the beginning, uh, like the first couple, four episodes, I think is how far I got. And then I picked it up again in the last couple of weeks and watched it all the way through.
1: Oh, wow. That's, that's a lot of you <laughs> in, in like quick succession.
2: I, one could say I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> you're
1: but? obsessed. Yeah. You're obsessed. Um, and despite, I mean, one of the things that's really interesting about you Is that it really does have a rolling cast of people. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I liked how um, soon like season one, it focuses on um, one set of characters, one location moves into another one for season two and sort of another one for season three. And like God knows where we're going to be in season four. I don't know where, unless they're combining my spoilers for the end of season three. But, like, if they are combining the Emily and Paris, like, budget, overlap, scenery situation, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, But it is kind of fun to see how that character develops interacting with different people in different locations.
1: Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the character um, here. Because Penn Badgley is one of my favorite people. On television right now, um, mostly because he is very attractive, but also um, very smart about yes. this part and the way that he plays it. Like he is has been very very open about the fact that anyone who thinks that uh, Will or Joe, uh, we'll call him Joe to start, is yep. attractive has a problem and they need to get therapy. <laughs>
0: So, yeah.
1: thankfully I'm already in therapy um, <laughs> because I've already noticed that I have a problem, but he also gets to play against type. He gets to play um, very much with type. If you're familiar with the end of gossip girls, oh wait, it's gossip girl.
2: Just um, one. There's yeah. a, well, there's two because they rebooted it. So I guess you could call it gossip girls.
1: Yeah. I was just, I was just but quoting the that. One? that viral part of the interview that he did. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's Gossip Girl. Yeah, Um, that's right. That's right. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So he's, he's playing a little bit against type, but also there's something about him that's really charming in a very perverse way. So what do you think about Penn Badgley in this show? And what do you think about, All of the work that he has to do as the main character to kind of uh you know keep us interested as an audience
2: yeah so the character we'll get introduced to the character of joe which we'll talk about in depth as we go through the through the seasons but he you know he's just an innocent person that works at a bookstore has a crush on a girl and Mm -hmm. you know stalks her (laughs) Yeah, you know, like normal, That's like what it's, you do. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I think like the work that Penn has to do is he he has to get us to care for this character who's doing right. as the seasons go on some pretty horrible things, terrible um, <laughs> to people in many different forms. Like there's physical horrible, there's mental horrible, <laughs> there's emotional horrible, and he covers all of it. Uh-huh. But at the same time, as you mentioned. You're like, I still kind of like this guy. I know. And so he, <laughs> he's doing that work. Like, he's making you care about him and making him, you know, making you care about this character. And I think through that, it gets you to examine you. Yeah. And how, at least for me, I kept asking myself, you know, it was kind of like... Um, like a red flag check in for myself like is this a red flag is this a red flag or is this trauma like what's happening right. is trauma the red flag like keep having this like really nuanced conversation with myself around how i saw this character and he has to kind of show many dimensions of a person it's not a it's not a one-sided character like mm-hmm. he does bad things but could he be a good person like that's a question that sure. comes up sometimes
1: Yeah, and it's the thing that's really interesting to talk about with this show, especially when we're doing a preview show, is that it wouldn't even make sense for us to talk about the characters that are in season one of this show because, (laughs) you know, spoiler alert, this is almost as close to an anthology as you can get. There's a, you know, Joe is a new person in a new location almost every season. And... There are new characters that pop up along the way. So I mean, we'll we'll have another podcast where we specifically talk about season one mm-hmm. But for right now, let's kind of keep the focus just on Joe, okay? Um so, would you, Marissa, be <laughs> be drawn into the web of a Joe because Joe oh. reminds me a lot of like a Ted Bundy, for example um as someone who is an avid follower of serial killers uh-huh. and marissa is currently uh just like closing her eyes and, no. and trying to pretend that this isn't happening right now no
2: because i okay <laughs> when you first asked me the question my first response is be like i think i have fallen for Oh no it. so and then you're like it's like a t- t- buddy and i'm like well maybe not that
1: <laughs> well because <laughs> t- was known as being charming yes. and attractive and also finding ways to disarm his victims by you know physically. physically by using a like having a um a cast and saying you know I can't carry stuff
2: can yes. you help me or yes. having
1: crutches or something like that well
2: and using people as an actual crutch you exactly. know exactly like in those situations and that's where i think i i can I, I'm fortunate enough to have never come across a serial killer in real life that I know that of, you know of that I know of. Um, however, I have fallen for men that have dismantled my identity. Yeah. Or like that relationship has dismantled my, I, cause I played a part in it, you know, that's a whole conversation we can have as we explore the series is yeah, like, what sure. is the role of the other person in the situation? Right. You know, looking back at my life, I did play a role in those situations, but at the end of the day, like my identity was a little bit dismantled. I ended up like quote unquote dying and becoming a new person. Mm. Um, not physically again, yeah. I am still here. think, Thank goodness. Um, But that is one of the things that I think is so interesting about the show is that you can kind of look at it goes to the extreme to get me to look at myself in a Mm -hmm. different way. And so, you know, could I see myself falling for a Joe in real life? probably I mean especially if he knew all that stuff about like not in like and not in a very obvious way like the way that he tells people that he knows about them is not like hey I looked you up on Google and I found all this stuff you know he's very intentional about how he shows interest in different people Mm -hmm. and things like that and we know the inner dialogue of Joe as we're watching the show but as we go throughout the world we're not privy to the thoughts of the other people so I'm sure. You know, I'm sure I have at some point. And then, you know, I have to ask myself the question, am I a Joe?
1: No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Speaking of dismantling, this show does a really good job of dismantling the nice guy trope. Yes. Uh, There are so many popular movies and TV shows from when we were growing up. That show that the quote-unquote nice guy is the guy who basically stalks the woman uh, to try to figure out what it is that's interesting about her. Places them himself in her way in order to, uh, you know, spend more time with her. Really just like creepy, creepy things that people do under the guise of being a nice guy. Yeah. And yeah, this show really dismantles that in a cool and fun way.
2: What are your thoughts on the nice guy? Have you had nice guy encounters in your life?
1: I feel like I have, for sure. Um, and I feel, uh, I feel like I have, but I also feel like I've wanted to have them way more than mm. I actually have had them. Like, yeah. I, I'm all for a guy who, you know we get along because we enjoy doing the same things and he's able to talk to me about those like fun things that we both enjoy doing um or just does little thoughtful things for me
2: Mm mm-hmm Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
3: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Uh,
1: does really thoughtful things for me, but I don't think that I've ever encountered someone who goes out of their way to like, You know, I'm not going to discover a stash of of paintings that they've done of me, for example. You know what I mean? Like
2: that you know of that
1: I know of. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that I know of. Um, But yeah, but the way that Joe does it is just obsessive.
2: Yeah, and I think one of the things that I find about the show, we have, I mean, I want to speak for myself here. I am looking at this through the lens of. A millennial woman Mm -hmm. in the situation, and this is the main character here is Joe. And so, what I think was interesting to me is it gave me that perspective. Like, I am not, I'm not, um, uh, is he supposed to be a millennial? I'm guessing he's an ish, yeah, I think he
1: is. Um,
2: man, like. There's a lot of conversation, especially in today's zeitgeist, about masculinity and toxic masculinity and Mm -hmm. things like that. And so one of the things I found really interesting about watching the show is it kind of, you know, showed the inner dialogue of a man in America. A man, not all men. Yeah. A man. Some men. men. (laughs) Some men. Mainly white men, maybe.
1: Yeah, mostly Um, men. (laughs) <laughs>
2: like, and so it's just you know I think it can add some color and some nuance to that conversation that I think really does need to be had in the country and so I thought that was really an interesting takeaway from my experience of watching it especially in that binged environment that I like I sat down and went from zero to 60 basically yeah. in two weeks and watched it all so
1: one of the things that is so interesting about this show is the, as you mentioned before, is the amount of voiceover that occurs. Hmm. Um, there is a YouTube video from Netflix that I recommend that you all uh, watch once you've gotten past season three, of course. And it is just all of the awkward silences that would happen if the voiceover <laughs> wasn't there.
2: Uh <laughs> Well, I love that the um, pen also like turned that into like he has a podcast as well. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's like it's called Pod Crushed, I think. Oh, and um, it's him and two women. But you know, listening to his voiceovers and you, you can totally see why he would have a podcasting career. Yeah,
1: it's really funny,
2: and his TikTok game is pretty good too. So, is it? Okay. yes, yeah.
1: I I am so close to downloading TikTok. Like I I feel like that I've been sent so many ones that I think are funny. I I I'm, I'm so close to letting the Chinese government have all my information.
2: They might already have it. That's, that's true. my Very that's my take on it, true. But- that's another topic for another day that but yes another topic. He, he's got a good podcast some good TikToks. but yeah uh it would be funny to experience the show without his voiceover because i think it's like the whole show it's the whole
1: show he's just staring at people otherwise <laughs> um they the people on the show must be like wow what a man of few words
2: <laughs> like he just like looks at me all the time he
1: just looks Uh, Which in and of itself is terrifying to have someone just stare at you for long periods of time and you know there's something going on in their head but they're not actually saying anything.
2: But I think one of the points that the show makes is that people often like um, confuse that with like listening and Uh, we're so starved for like attention and listening attention, yeah. and connection and all of that so like he's just like staring at them and we like thinking all of these other thoughts but i think what i took away from is the on the other side the other person's like oh my gosh i'm being paid attention to he really cares he's really like he gets me you know yeah,
1: yeah i guess so so i guess we should kind of set up exactly what this show is what, what are you <laughs> getting yourself what are you getting yourself into um so Penn Badgley, mm-hmm. as we've spoken about in detail now, plays Joe. And he is, from all intents and purposes, a mild-mannered bookstore employee mm-hmm. um, who just happens to have what looks like a dungeon in the basement of that bookstore.
2: Well, he had- yes. Yes. He just so happens to have... Well, the bookstore just so happens to have a dungeon in the first like in the first season
1: yeah uh we'll find out why Mm -hmm. but it's all terrifying
2: i was uh looking at imdb to look at the you know one-liner in terms of how they described the show and i Uh thought it was pretty funny you want to hear it yeah a dangerously charming intensely obsessive young man goes to extreme measures to insert himself in the lives of those he is transfixed by wow They used all of the different adjectives. All
1: of them. Did I write that? (laughs) It was good. Uh, So in season one, anyway, um, Joe finds himself falling for Beck. The name of the person is Beck.
2: Okay, the name of the person is always kind of weird. Yeah. It's funny. I think that's on purpose. But yes, in the first season, we have uh, Joe and Beck. Mm -hmm. Beck is like your basic very girl. basic <laughs> she works out basic. she goes to get coffee she has you know girls nights with her friends not saying that that's like super basic but no, that's, the basic. that's the vibe that's <laughs> the vibe
1: that's i mean that's one of the smart things about the show because you'll learn that joe becomes absolutely enamored
2: by beck and it doesn't take much it's like a little like the littlest drop of attention yes. and joe's joe's hooked yes
1: and not just hooked but like just pathologically just go goes wild about this woman just cannot handle it um and is is trying to insert himself into her life in every way possible
2: yeah at first you're like oh that's cute that's like a little cute little meat cute in the mm-hmm. bookstore how so, so cute and then like the show does not waste any time telling you this is not a cute this is not a meat cute no this is this is some dangerous territory Horrifying. he like for sure follows her around and learns everything he possibly can about her gets access to her information right all of this And stuff. he thinks
1: it's all meant to be because beck is an aspiring writer
2: well, and he also puts like love on this pedestal is like, everything's fine within like the confines of love, like murder, cool within right. love, yeah. like everything's fine as long as we love each other. And, right. and that's his like main motivation as he builds relationships with all people really, mm-hmm. but re- he finds one to really transfix on and insert himself into yeah. their lives,
1: would you say he puts her love on top? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Beyonce, I do. Uh,
1: so yeah, Beck is played by Elizabeth Lail, um, who is an actress that I've only seen in two other things after this.
2: What other things?
1: Uh, one of them is a movie called Countdown about a cell phone that tells you when you're going to die
2: again with the phones and the death. What is <laughs> happening? Okay, and then.
1: The other movie I can't remember the name of, but it has Diane Keaton and it's about a young woman who always wished she was old and then she goes to a, uh, she goes to what's supposed to be like a shamanic thing but it's actually just an old tanning bed and she makes a wish and then she's old. She's like older. Oh she... <laughs> It makes no sense. It's a ridiculous <laughs> movie that I watched on Hulu. And I'm just like, I just I expected a lot more after this turn in you,
2: yeah. I mean, she does pretty good in you. Yeah. Um, you know, she's i I will have to I do have to say in the first season, the female protagonist is not as deep or as nuanced as in other seasons, yes. And true. so I would say that, like, that might have been. A challenge for her as an actress to sort of just show that one side yeah because we don't really get a lot of backstory in we get a little bit right but not to the lengths as we do of other characters in future seasons
1: yeah and it's that and it's also the fact that the show is really working with the basic kind of you know woman in that they're saying only someone who has like extreme mental health issues would be able to attach this much significance to someone who is just basically like everyone else in her age bracket. Yeah.
2: You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah her first name's guinevere i was yeah. trying to remind myself the entire time i was like what's her real name
1: i know i because they just call her by her last name the whole time like she's in the military they don't do that with any other character
2: yeah i don't know i don't know what's up with that maybe we'll, we'll figure out a, a reason a rhyme to that reason yeah. as we maybe, ex- on a re-watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe on a rewatch i'll figure that out um And then, yeah, there's just basically a lot of murder and mayhem and intrigue. And
2: yeah, I mean, I guess like one thing I would say is like, okay, what would you do? I think it's like asking the question, like, what would you do to protect love? Mm. And like, what extremes does it go to? Does this character go to for that? It's like anything, any pebble that gets thrown in the path of Joe's love, in quotation marks. Right he's got to take care of in some way shape or form and so take with that what you will until Mm -hmm. our next podcast when we go into the other seasons (laughs) but that's like his main his main motivation is everything's okay as long as we love each other and I will stop at nothing to get you to love me basically
1: yeah do you think that someone like Joe can ever be saved
2: he has to save himself. Okay. Like he he has to take a look at the things that we get glimpses of in the other seasons. We do, yeah. And really and go to therapy for real <laughs> and um really take a look at those those things. Why is he motivated to do these things? What what is the pain that's driving these decisions? And if he can do that. I don't know if the show will go there, <laughs> right. but I think, you know, to answer your question, does, can someone like that be saved? As long as they want to be saved and are able to do the work for themselves, I think someone could turn themselves around. It's like a, it's a hell of a U-turn. I'll tell you that much, but. It
1: truly is. Yeah. It's a, it's a big U-turn. It's a lot to ask. Um. So just so that you all know, There's going to be a lot of bang for your buck on this podcast. we
2: got a lot of pods.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of pods coming up for you. Um, We have, of course, this podcast, which is more of a hello to you, just kind of letting you know who we are, if you don't already know, um, and what this show is going to be about that we are, you know, covering. Um, Then we'll do a season one recap, a Mm -hmm. season two recap, a season three recap and then uh we will do a you season four part one which is just going to be a recap of the premiere for the first episode which comes out uh february 9th i believe i think so and then we'll do a season four part one with full spoilers podcast then when the second's Sorry, then we'll do a season four part one feedback show with a yep. special guest, which uh, will be very special and exciting and you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll do a uh, season four part two prediction draft, which is basically <laughs> a death draft. Who yeah. do we think is going to bite it and how?
2: <sighs> uh,
1: it's the how that I think yeah. is going to be the most fun to figure out.
2: Yeah, it's like uh, Clue on steroids. There's so Ooh, many options. <laughs>
1: steroids, Clue. <laughs> Count me in. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then we'll do a You Season 4 Part 2 premiere recap, where we, on 3-9, we talk specifically about the premiere of Part 2 of Season 4. Then we'll do a full spoilers fo- podcast for Part 2 and then we will do a season four part two feedback special with another special guest.
2: And you will also like that one. And then do don't we have one more goodbye to you? We do. Goodbye we'll be saying goodbye to,
1: to you. Goodbye. Goodbye to you.
2: everything that I knew. <laughs> uh. It's like half karaoke, half podcast
1: that's actually how you could <laughs> describe every podcast we've ever done together
2: i mean you do have some requests from time to time that's LaTanya. true yeah
1: let's see if we get any requests for this podcast
2: we'll see we,
1: we've retired for now the announcement song for anyone who is thinking oh gosh marissa and Latanya <laughs> are back together we get to hear the announcement song no that song will be saved for wednesday season two which was just renewed
2: yeah so that- Exciting! It would be
1: really dumb of them to not renew that particular show, considering that they've not renewed every other show that's come out this year.
2: Considering they are splitting seasons across quarters to
1: try, yes, Yes. get people to pay attention to them. Uh, we love Netflix.
2: We do. (laughs) We do. I mean, it was the OG. I've been, you know, loyal customer for many years. I know.
1: I feel like I have too. Like a loyal customer. Since they were officially getting rid of the need for Blockbuster,
2: I did. You get the? Would you get things in the mail? I I totally got things in the mail. I did things being uh, DVDs. I almost said CD-ROMs. That's how old I am. (laughs) DVDs,
1: DVDs. It was so fun.
2: CD-ROMs also used to come in the mail, but that's like another story for another day. Yes, it is. And Um, make a mobile out of. I would
1: like a. I would like a U DVD in the mail.
2: What do you think? Okay. Who? What do you think the cover of the U DVD will look like? It's is it just Joe?
1: It might just be Joe staring at the camera, uh, mm. looking all menacing. It's difficult because it, Joe is not the type of person that uses the same murder weapon all the time. Right. Which is very interesting because most serial killers have a whole routine.
2: There is one constant, which is the dungeon. Yes but uh yeah i guess if there was going to be a boxed set of you i would expect it to be in the little dungeon thing that would be my my guess or just a mirror so that like you was you yeah it was you that was you Yeah. yeah yeah that's it yeah i mean i'm excited about this i didn't expect to love the show as much as i did there's a lot to say there's a lot to explore it's also just a really good story Mm -hmm. so i really hope people join us on this one it's a good three months of fun yeah
1: (laughs) um... we're gonna be with you all for the long haul you're gonna get sick of us unless of course you just fall in love with us just don't start stalking us
2: yeah i mean along the way we'll talk about boundaries yes very, that's something they much. don't really talk about on the show. Never.
1: <laughs> so yeah, there's I... a therapist involved in season one,
2: but not how you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it should be a fun ride.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be a, a lot of fun. So um please stay tuned for more of this from us um, for you. Have, yeah, uh, more of you. Uh, from you <laughs> uh, we are not quite sure yet about whether or not we'll have our own feed our own channel but I'm pretty sure we'll be on like the binge feed um, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. those of you all who want to check that out and as soon as we have any other information about whether or not we're getting our own feed we will definitely let you all know um,
2: yeah I think when in doubt just search <laughs> search you yeah. And pos- and poster recaps, yeah, <laughs> or, or whatever podcast. Search podca- one of our, podca-
1: our names, yeah. That and you'll, yeah, you'll find all the podcasts that we've done. um Marissa, do you have anything yeah. else that you want to say about this fantastic show that we get to cover?
2: No, I mean, if you haven't watched it, I hope you'd give it a chance. I would say it does take a couple episodes for you to kind of figure out what's going on, but that's part of the intrigue of the show so uh give it a go let us know and then join us on uh, join us on the podcast if you have watched i mm-hmm. hope you will join us for either re-watching and listening or just listening along yeah and hopefully we'll all be excited and ready to go for season four
1: so exciting this is gonna be great let's do you together yeah why not <laughs> <laughs> all right so as you all know we have a patreon mm. And we would love your support of our work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Signing up makes it possible for us to bring you these podcasts um, kind of every week for this one. Um, Maybe a little bit more spread out, but you know what I mean. Um, So if you're a fan of me and Marissa and everything that we like to talk about, then you'll want more coverage of shows like you. So please consider signing up at any level. When you do, you get some very special patron perks, including our lively discussion channel on our patron Discord. Please, uh, or sorry, feel some kind of way about the episode that we are discussing. Oh yeah. Mm. Then there are tons of people who are happy to discuss your likes and dislikes on our patron Discord. You can even send us your feedback there. So, if you are interested in everything that I've just outlined, please go to Patreon dot com forward slash post show recaps support post show recaps and all its podcasters we are here for you and we are excited to be doing this and in the meantime marissa yes what are you up to and where can people find you
2: well i can be found in the patron discord so that's one place if if um you're thinking about joining we do love to talk about tv there or anything so i hope to see you there if you're not there already outside of that i can be found on twitter at mars bars m-a-r-z-b-a-r-s and i am currently podcasting about national treasure edge of history with one (laughs) with one jessica sterling we are about a little bit over halfway through with that series and it's been fun to chat with jess about that uh that comes out on thursdays it's on disney plus and then i'll be doing some other things here around poster recaps so twitter is the best place to know what's up with me so that's about it how about you oh tanya
1: me well, I have a lot of things coming up that I can't talk about yet. <laughs> um, secret.
2: I got a secret.
1: I got so many secrets. I'll be recording a podcast about a secret thing on Monday, and then hopefully that Ooh. thing won't have to be secret anymore. Um, I will also be involved in some other coverage of some things.
2: Um, what about stuff? Are you and, also covering stuff or and just? And then things? later,
1: yes. And later, oh. I'll be covering some stuff.
2: Wow. Stuff so, and things.
1: Yes, yeah, stuff and things.
2: Wow. So if you
1: would like to know what I am working on in the new year, the year of our Lord 2023, when we're all just about to burn it down, I think, um, then you can follow me on Twitter at LK Starks, where I would be talking about all of what I'm up to and more and you can follow me on Instagram at stormborn1222 where i most recently put all of the best foods that i ate during
2: 2022. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. It was great yeah, a review.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of food and there's so many more pictures of food in my phone. <laughs> but i decided only to make a part 1. Um but yeah, please come back and join us as we talk about you. You can talk about you with us and you and you all right everybody until the next time have a lovely day and try to stay away from anyone like joe
0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW, avoid, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two.